It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 723, and this is a two-parter with two deals. We've got 3D Deal from Canada, who you'll all know did an internship at the Daily Talk Show you know, about this time last year, and then we cross over to Deal Takes Photos, a YouTuber, podcaster, photographer, who we've had interactions with online, but it was great to finally meet him and have a chat with him. So, this is episode 723 with Dill and Dill. We've got uh, 3D Dill in the building. Oh, here he is. What's up, everybody? Hey, baby. Oh, you yes. got the coffee oh, going. No, be careful. <laughs> yeah, be careful, mate. What's What's the time in uh, Canada right now? Uh, 10.01 a.m. I woke up about 30 minutes ago. That's fine. Oh, that's that's not bad at all. That'd be nice. No, not is bad it at Friday? All. It's yeah, great. it's Friday, isn't it? Yeah, it's Friday yeah. now. It's Friday. I was um, gonna have a beer, but I figured I just woke up, so I want to keep a balanced diet. Yeah, appreciate. Yeah, yeah. mate. What have yeah, you been up no to? Balance in what what we're doing. Yeah, what are you up to, Dill? Um, a whole lot of nothing really. Like I'm done mm-hmm. school. I can't really go out and apply for new jobs because of this whole isolation thing. So kind of laying low just focusing on cleaning up all my school stuff and finding ways to not go crazy yeah are you finding that you uh could go a bit crazy like is it taking a little bit of a toll (laughs) can you can you hear me he's going he's going crazy he's he's absolutely going crazy can you hear us still he's, he's, he's 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 absolutely lost it. He's, yeah. Lost yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, there we go. I got you. Oh, classic. Um, yeah, are you feeling yeah. like it, like from a mental health perspective, out of one from a, a one to a hundred, how are you feeling? <laughs> one to a hundred, I'd say I feel like a ninety. Oh, like that's it hasn't good. been. I've tried to I've tried to make the best of the situation that we've had. Like knowing that it's going to be a long time, I think is, for me anyway, makes it easier to kind of settle in and just grind on a bunch of personal projects per se mm-hmm. rather than not knowing when it's all gonna end so i don't really mind mm-hmm. um the time it's windy off, as shit where you I are kinda, I kinda like it's windy as shit there, there is a little so, bit of wind yeah here we're gonna come inside real quick okay. Dill, i do have a quick question why are you outside because right. no, it's I liked it. I think you can now go That's into right. a different, uh, different internet now. Wi-Fi. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Just chill back in. Oh, great. Here we go. There we go. What's um, oh, uh, what's the coffee mug? Is there some significance with the coffee mug? Uh, I got it for free, and it's black, so it matches. Oh, looks nice. <laughs> Legit, is that a bikey's mug? It looks like a motorcycle club or something. Seventy sixes or something. It's uh, Trek, Trek Bicycles, which is an American bike company. Ramble would know it. Oh, yeah. um, I think yeah, I've, I've heard of it. Yeah, they've got a. We've got a bike shop just down the street, so I've used, I've used that. Yeah, I mean, I've got a track bike myself. So yeah, awesome. And um, how's the three D printing going? Are you, are you doing any three D printing? Uh, not since school. I burned mm-hmm. through about like eight kilograms of printer filament since uh, since finishing school. And it's all back ordered on Amazon, and it's so hard to get because everybody's oh, yeah. buying it now for their three D printers because they're three D printing like hair nets for um, face masks and whatnot for frontline workers, so, which is good because they're getting use, but it's almost mm-hmm. impossible to find mm-hmm. material for it now because so it's in such a three D printer. Where is it? Is it in? Uh, right, did you oh, bring it underneath, home? underneath my desk? Yeah, I brought it home. It's underneath my desk. Covered in uh, covered in cardboard, so it doesn't get broken. And so, are you doing um, much traveling? T- or, yeah, go on, TJ. I just wanted to. Are you living back at home with mum and dad? Yep, I'm in mum mum and dad's house now. I'm mm-hmm. out of that little shoebox in Toronto. Oh, I mean, that was that was an underground lair. That thing wasn't it? <laughs> that was a cave. Oh, go say hi. I, come it, on. Oh, can we let's, let's, the let's Yeah. Oh, here we go. It is. Molly, come say hi. <laughs> this is my little sister. This is my mum. Hi. Hi, everybody. Howdy. I don't know where the cat is. How you going? Cat's here. Oh, where's the cat? <laughs> we've, got our, we've got our monster cat, Rosie. 
Hey, Rosie. Uh, yeah. Rosie's always Actually, liking all our Instagram content. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's crazy. Yes, oh, yeah. She's, she's, a, Instagram. she's an Instagram fanatic. <laughs> she's all around it. And so what are you, how are you keeping busy, Dill? Um, I've been able to work on uh, like my own personal portfolio mm-hmm. in the time that we've had off, which has been nice because um, it's almost impossible to do during school time just because there's like there's so much work involved in it and you don't want to have a mm. bad portfolio. Um, so I've been able to do that um, and just find find ways to kill time really. Mm. Like I got, um, I got a Skillshare membership because they were doing like two months free and mm. uh, it's, it's, it's really good actually. I've used that like every learning? single day. Like just um, a lot of stuff around like photos and video um, learning different softwares like Photoshop, Illustrator, I'm already proficient in, but I've used that like a Skillshare to learn more with Premiere Pro and After Effects um, and uh, XD, which is like a UX software thing. Yeah, great. Um, how's, how's the thumb going, mate? Oh, yeah, can we get a little look? It's, a- it's good. It's recovered for the most part. But if I'm being completely honest, I've had issues with it. Like every now and then it kind of just starts twitching and has a spasm or it'll just completely cramp up and just stop working altogether. That's a good little memory. So, so it's a little reminder yeah. of the, yeah, yeah. of Australia. Oh, okay. So speaking of, speaking of the thumb, right? I get an email. I think mom just broke the kitchen. I get an, e- an email yesterday. From Alfred Hospital saying, can you pay us the rest of your, uh, your hospital bill? And I'm like, I already paid my hospital bill back in October. Yeah. And they're like, no, you didn't need to pay us again. I'm like, I I already paid you. So now I got to call the insurance company and figure out what went wrong and where that money went that I paid. Oh, weird. How much do you owe? I was out of nowhere. Pardon? How much, how much do they want? They wanted $580. Oh, yeah, interesting. And you've already, and you, you did, you, it already was paid. That's strange. Mm. Yeah. Like I, I didn't have to pay any of it. Insurance was able to cover it, which is mm-hmm. a good thing, but mm. still somewhere along the lines on their end, the money has gotten lost mm-hmm. or it hasn't been deposited because the insurance company says it's been paid and they're <laughs> saying it hasn't been paid. So. Um, in the in the chat, three uh, D deal. There's there's a few people who um, weren't uh, what watching or listening during the three D deal era, and so um, uh, I feel like one of there was. I mean, there was a lot of things that happened in the four months that you were interning with us. But um, the thing yeah. that sticks in my mind was the um, the memoir that you released uh, and self published <laughs> through Amazon. Yes. Um, that was, I was, that was a lot. I was, I was wondering, do you have a copy of it? Do you have a copy? Of I home? do. Could you, could you read I us do, a little actually. bit? Yeah. I would love for you to read, read a page. What page, Josh? What's your lucky number? Um, yeah, pick, pick a page and I'll read off the page. Have they got chapters? My eyes are twitching by the way. Uh, yeah. Not, <laughs> not same. numbered chapters, but can kind you, of like sections. Can you read the different, like the section titles or, or chapter titles? And then we can, based on that, sort of dive in. Yes. still have the, uh, the forward that you wrote by Josh oh, Johnson. Great. Oh, great. Oh, that was great. <laughs> um, That's great. Let me see here. Okay, so... There's some there's some curse words in it, so my little sister's gonna have to leave the room. Okay. Go on. I'm fine. <laughs> um, so part one is values, opportunities, and bullshit. Part two is safe, cozy, and comfortable. Part three is pas- paths, passions, and permission. Part four is fear, change, and confidence. Let's go with fear, change, and confidence, please. Yeah. Okay, so within fear, change, and confidence, you have, so there's a one, two, three, there's four subsections, part four, Josh. Mm -hmm. So you've got do the things that scare you, 
If you don't move forward, you'll always be in the same place. Craving a challenge and feeling restless or break up with perfection and focus on yourself. Which one do you want me to, to dabble with? What do you think, TJ? Mm. Um, the first I mean, one. I just go to the last because I think that's what I just... Oh, why? Well, I, I like the, either the first or the last one. <laughs> go the first one, yeah, I reckon. Yeah. You always, you got to start strong. Start strong. I'll do the first one. Okay. So that's a, that's a screen grab there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Tommy, you'll like this one because it starts off. Thank you. It starts off with you. So do the things that scare you. It's worth it. My mate Tommy Jacket asked me recently, Dill, what's the scariest thing you've done in your life? I was sitting in the back seat of his car, driving through regional Victoria. I spent a moment racking my brain trying to think. We'd been talking about our comfort zones and about the first time that we felt we really stepped outside into the real world. I was a little caught off guard, to be honest. I wasn't expecting that kind of a question on an evening drive. I had to answer sooner or later as there were three other, or sorry, I had to answer sooner or later as there were two other people in the car, Mason and Josh. I gave my answer and was surprised that I found it hard to come up with some, something quickly. I took a while to think about it. Truly, I'm not bullshitting you, it was tough. I analyzed everything that popped into my head right up to that very moment, then it hit me all at once, just like a freight train. For the first time in my life, as I sat in the back seat of a right side drive car in the middle of regional Victoria, someplace I never thought I would end up, I was doing something that truly scared me. It wasn't just that distinct moment. It was the days before and the days that were soon to follow. Moving away from home and living in another country was frankly horrifying. From the moment I stepped into the terminal at Pearson International Airport in Toronto, I felt that fear. Even if it was just a hint, hiding in the pit of my stomach, it was there. I was blinded by the mists of adventure and intrigue without fully realizing what I had embarked upon, up until now. Most people I met along the way, even folks that I sat next to on the plane ride, said that I should be proud of where I was and what I was doing. And hell, they didn't even know my full story. I had traveler's high, that much was for sure. When Tommy asked that question, the fog settled in front of my face and I could see clearly. I was living in a new country on another side of the planet with guys that I had met somehow through the internet, all because I heard them on a, pad- on a podcast with the guy who directed a movie, which ultimately ended up changing my life after a serious bout of anxiety. It is strange how the world works. Despite all that, I can tell you with confidence that it's absolutely worth it, without a doubt. Every single second that I've been here, every road I've approached with apprehension, Every turn in the path or shadow I walk past has been worth it. I can't recommend it enough. If you're young, you've got your whole life ahead of you. Don't waste it on a minimum wage job, paying off an education that's way too overpriced and expensive. Don't neglect the bills in education, but you can't let them control you. Go out and see the world and see how other people live their lives. Yeah. So that's like a, that's a bit of it. That was, love that. That's so good, deal. Yeah. You read it so well. It gave me chills. Thank you. I haven't, I haven't read out loud in a long time, so I'm glad that went over well. How, how does it feel now, reading reading back that story? It feels strange because I can remember specifically the times when I was writing it, as well as when, mm-hmm. like the experiences that we were having that I was writing about. I can remember those, like that was us driving back from Leeton. Yeah. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Driving, we're doing a, driving a drug run. We're doing a drug run. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. It was daring. Yeah, that was good fun. That was great fun. Did, ha, think about that time we yeah we, we, we drove to, to New the South Wales. Strawberry. The big strawberry. <laughs> what a time! Like to think about. It's crazy. What's happened since? I was. T- I'm just chatting to you on Insta and just going. Holy mm-hmm. shit! You were here. it was a year ago that you were here, Dill. The the amount of stuff that's yeah. changed in one year. I say that maybe you it's say that full. every year, but I feel like this has been. A I feel like you shift. say that every year, but it, it's just relevant. It's it's all relative, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, a lot um, has shifted. Are you still writing, Dill? Uh, I was writing my thesis, which took a lot of time, but nothing nothing creatively since that. Now. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, do you have a, to be creative for a thesis? Like, 
is it or is it just laborsome? No, you have to be meticulous and correct a lot. You have to do like this thing's like basically 200 pages of just research and note taking and sentence and it's quite frankly it's very annoying it's awful yeah and so now that you're so i mean we we spoke about this time you know the eight months or whatever you had before it was all over yeah is is it all done now is this is this it yeah basically like from if i were to look forward on the horizon of my life it's kind of just an empty ocean but it's all covered in fog so i there's there's a there's a bunch of stuff out there, but I don't really know what it is. Like I mm. can't I can't see to it, especially right now. Yeah. So it's like it, it's tricky, but I'm hopeful that it uh something turns around. Like a year ago today, right now I was getting ready to drive to the airport to get on the plane to fly to Vancouver. Yeah. Wow. Which oh, is remember the goose? Yeah. The goose that yeah. um, oh, goose. flew into the. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. That was awful. That sucked. Yeah, it was. It required a bit of yeah, a bit of um, maintenance on the on the engine, which which saw some delays. And so, yeah, is it well, a? Oh, yeah, that's is right. it, how would you how would you describe the feeling right now? Is it the you talk about the fog? Is it an uncertainty? Is it an excitement? I think it's a bit of both because this whole isolation thing has definitely caused a lot of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I'm excited to be done school. Like for the first time in my life, there's there's no going back to school in September for us here in Canada. Mm-hmm. Like I, I won't be going back into an education system, at least mm-hmm. for the next at least five years. So there's that excitement of, okay, like what's going to happen next? Where am I going to go? Um, but then again, there's also that uncertainty like, Will I be able to get a job? Will I be able to pay off the student debt that I have incurred? Will I be able to find a job that I like first and foremost? So like there's, there's, there, I'd say there's an equal mix of both uncertainty and excitement, mm. but also mm. I think it's kind of the same thing with the Australia trip is you, you have to, like even when I cut my thumb, it sucked, but we were able for the most part to make the best of that situation and not really let it hold a lot of things back. Um, so I'm going to try and carry the same principles off with this situation of, even though we're in isolation and there's limited stuff you can do, there's still stuff from a remote act that can be done. So well, we get a great video out of your thumb. We got a great piece of content. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh um, it's amazing. Are any of your mates got jobs? Like, uh, I mean, not that you know where you can even go and get one at the moment, based on. I mean, does, being, like being design related. No, my my sister works at the grocery store up the street, and she goes to work like every every day or every other day. But most most of my friends don't have jobs now because they would all they all quit their jobs back in September to come back to school, and mm. now that this whole isolation thing's in place. Um, all non-essential businesses here are, are closed and like no one's hiring and no one's like no one's going to sit through even a social distanced mm-hmm. interview with you more than anything so like, everyone everyone's kind of just on pause yeah for now until something gets sorted out i had a um a couple of uh, late nights a while back in the office and i was thinking of oh, you yeah. and the fact that you spent you know four months sleeping in the office was it harder than you yeah. made it out to be was was it was it a hard experience for you the i'd say the first the first three days the office like sleeping at the office were were tricky because there was all these weird sounds and i couldn't tell if like a junkie was gonna break in mm. <laughs> um having the garbage taken out from the from jinda tie across the street when it yeah. It's like 5.30 in the morning, and it's just a crash of bottles. Scared the crap out of me the first time that happened. Afterwards, though, I kind of got used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it it didn't really bother me. Mm-hmm. Like, I look back at it now, and I think, how did I go that long sleeping on that little, like, two-inch mattress thing? But, um, <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it's, it's not exactly like an ideal situation, but we made it work for the time that it was there. Um, yeah. I, I know I tried to be as unobtrusive as possible, but I mean, made it work. Yeah, I got you, to sleep. Yeah, That's I mean, important thing. It's, it's, I mean, it was our workplace and you did manage to be unintrusive for someone who was living there. Um, I stayed there a couple of months ago for just for a night. Um, oh, yeah. No, I wasn't in the doghouse. I just wanted to get up early and do some editing <laughs> in the office. Um, but no, I did. There is the noises, right? It's like paper thin walls, but it's the dump truck. At, yeah, it was like 3 a.m. That bottle, fucking that bottle thing. Um, George is yep, at the office now. And oh, and he's he's going to put in a bit of bit of light work onto that um, two inch mattress <laughs> tonight. He's gonna he's oh. gonna get some Z's on that thing. So it's still getting a run deal. It's still getting a run. Oh good. I'm I'm glad to hear that. And like yeah, you get the train at night too. The train really early in the morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, hey, Dill. In the comments, uh, Casey's asking what the title of that book is that you wrote, and how can people find it. The title of the book is I'm Still Figuring It Out, and it's available on American, Australian, and Canadian Amazon, and the UK, I think, as well. I still love yes. that cover. It's great. You did it's such great. a great do job with it. Awesome. And I also want to say, if you've, all the Gronks who are listening, if you have a The Daily Talk Show hoodie, Dill designed the logo. What yes. an, I mean, have you seen so many people? Yeah, there you go. Seeing so many it's people the with the hoodies and shit. Thing. Are you loving it? It's the coolest thing ever to think that like this little, like I was thinking about that last night, Josh, how we were tweaking the vector yeah. on like the final days before we finished it and like just changing the alignment and stuff. And this little vector on my, on my laptop is now being worn by like, I don't even know, well over a hundred people, surely. Yeah, definitely. All across the world. Like yeah. it's... It, it blows my mind. It's weird to comprehend. It really is. It's so cool. How good is it that um, Matt Diavella, who's who you were talking about, right, the filmmaker, now he's got one. Yeah. And uh, he's wearing Deal's logo. It that's wild. I, I, I tell myself, if, I, if I'm having a bad day, I'm like, Matt Diavella has a hoodie with artwork that you created on it in his closet right now. So then that that's just so cheers cool. me up. Yeah. Have you been watching any uh, Netflix or have any recommendations of stuff that you've been binging? Oh. Um, Watch Ozark. I was thoroughly impressed. Um, Ozark was really good. Waco, which is like a six-episode um, miniseries on Netflix. Mm -hmm. It's on Netflix in Canada. I don't know if it is there in Australia. Um, was really well done. Talks about like the Waco... Um, Branch Davidian situation in like the mid 90s I think it was and it's great because it's it's unbiased between the FBI and the Branch Davidians um, that was that really good mom and I are watching this show called the 100 right now which started off really weak but it's <laughs> uh it's kind of picked up so I'm what was weak I'm willing it? to tolerate <laughs> whatever oh, it was just it was everything you would expect from like a typical low budget teenage um, TV series, just like cheesy acting, sex sells, um, and just like, like unnecessary. Sex? No, because it wasn't even like, it wasn't even nice. It was just, it was unnecessary. What does that That's mean? What, annoyed what's, me what, is, what does unnecessary sex look like? Like they're in a dropship going down to earth and this girl's just like dressed scantily and like giving like sexy eyes to mm -hmm. some black guy across the, uh, the dropship that they're in. And like the moment that they crash land onto this nuclear, no spoilers, but the moment that they crash land this nuclear wasteland of earth, they're like just trying to go at it. I'm like, oh, that's just a bit, I don't know. Really? Yeah, I mean, Do you, you think you're maybe a little fair, bit jealous? You, you, no, he was watching it with his mum. Come on. Yeah, did Michelle come ruin on. your vibe? Watching it with my mom. I, I can't be like, just get it, get it. Get I can't it, get that. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen you get it before. That's <laughs> get your famous it. line. Get it. 
<laughs> but, Get uh, at it. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, yeah, I, I found it unnecessary and that's what kind of turned me off from it for the first little bit. I'm like, mm. yeah. but then like episodes later, they had like meaningful sex. I was like, oh, there you go. See, that's what it's all about. Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. Gil, um, have you heard uh, Mason's Catch Cry? I don't know if it's you, but maybe, no, maybe we don't go there. It's, uh, which, yeah. Oh no, let's go there. <laughs> you brought it up. I mean, I don't, I, you, I mean, you can, but you, I mean, your mum's in the room. I, yeah, I know. That's <laughs> it's probably. It's, it's it's I think with the tiredness of us all, it's um, you took that really seriously. No says, look, no, you can look. It's your choice. <laughs> look, um, um, you yeah. know, you're an adult. You make your own choices now. Oh. So, what is the catch yeah. price? <laughs> what is the catch price? You want me to go into it? What real men eat ass? Yeah. <laughs> that one. Yeah, yeah, no, I would agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> TJ's lost it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I do agree it's with getting you. Getting to that time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad, mate. Um, yeah, great. We'll have Christian Hull on any minute. Um, Dill, yeah. <laughs> thanks, mate, for yeah. for coming on. It's good to see you doing well. Uh, any any other you. final update? Anything else that you can share? I feel like um. I'm feeling all nostalgic. Do you, do you have any announcements? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you're always good at uh, announcements. <laughs> what are you teasing at the moment? <laughs> Main announcement is that I'm still alive, really. Like, I've some, I've managed to, to live through the final year of school. Um, yeah. No real announcements yet. I'm going to, I, I want to use this isolation quarantine time to work on new creative projects. So um, I'll tease that, I guess. Um, life yeah, updates. There's no kids that I'm aware of. Um, well, that's good. Jew anytime. I'm sitting right next to me and she just gave me this look of, she's like, what are you talking yeah. about? Um, I feel like, um, yeah, no, that's, I, feel like like you, I miss you. I miss Australia a lot. <laughs> just meaningful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. None of that spaceship um, sex or whatever, you know? No, no, no. no yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not, mate. Just meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right, uh, uh, Dill. I, I I feel like you are going to be a part of our lives another in in not too long. Like I'm not not, oh, not, maybe not this be. year because it's yeah. But I feel like you're just a part of the family. I feel like yeah. like you said, Josh. Mm -hmm. Nostalgic. Yeah. We had such a good time over four months, and you became a oh, real really sort of asset of our team and a friend and so yeah no, you it feels away, easy mate. doesn't it like there's something nice and so just easy about just chatting and i guess we went yeah. through a lot we spent a lot of hours you know you were there oh, at the, so many hours some of the go. biggest you know shifts in our lives you know getting a you know the the new studio and all that stuff and going yeah. you know trying to work out our business it's really cool yeah it was no it was, it was an amazing experience like i learned more I've, I think I learned more about what I didn't know about myself than anything else. Like I learned more of like the shortcomings and the shortfalls that I had, which made me want to improve upon them more. So, and plus That's being awesome. around you guys all the time was awesome. Awesome deal, mate. Uh, send, uh, love to your whole family and, um, yeah, let's catch up. Let's catch up offline in the, the next yeah. few days deal. as we're st starting to decompress. Once, once once you guys get some sleep. Yeah, exactly. Oh, mate. I'll be, I'll be sleeping. <laughs> awesome, mate. Have a good one. See you, mate. Awesome. Love you, Miss you See you, mate. Miss you. Yes. Bye. Four hours to go. Oh. Bit of Conor McGregor, you know? Oh, here he is. Here he is. What's up, guys? Bill takes photos. Mate, he does. how fun. He does. He dabbles. How are you? I'm great. Good, Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on, guys. I'm very pumped about this. I feel like um, uh, from Insta stories to, to YouTube live, I feel like this is a, a progression in, uh, in our relationship, and I'm pumped about it. <laughs> Yeah, it's cool. It's been we've been talking about this for so long, haven't we? And it's just like yeah. now it's a reality. Here we are. And so, um, right. Dill, 
You've you've been doing your own uh, podcast since ISO. How many how many episodes have you guys gotten up to? We are on did forty six today. Forty six in a row. <laughs> That's awesome! Wow. And Solid. so you've got yeah, your mate Ryan here. in um, another part of. Um, is he in the the UK? Yeah. yeah. How did that all come about? Yeah, we're in London. He's, he's, and well, he's I'm based in Belfast. I'm obviously South African, not Belfast, not Belfast born and bred, but he's over in London and we've wanted to do it for so long and we love the idea of like, like a radio show. So that's how I found you guys like a year ago was trying to find someone that was doing a podcast that was like a radio show. And I found yours and I was like, dude, these guys are currently doing it and it's awesome. So you guys have been a huge inspiration for us just even putting our finger and starting our own one. That's so Dude, cool. I feel like you got to 40 really quickly. I mean, 40 days. I, I feel because you, <laughs> you, you've had another, you, are you, it is, you're doing daily. You are doing daily. Daily. Yeah. Yeah. One a day. Yeah. So it's, um, it, oh. it has got there quite quick. It's, um, I think it's to do with the fact that we're all locked in our house. It was definitely the driver mm-hmm. to actually going ahead and, 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 you know, pulling the trigger and doing it. But yeah, it's going, it's mad. We, we hit, we'll hit 50 on Monday or Tuesday or something like that. And so you're actually, so you, um, you're a real slashy, you're sort of that, like you, you, um, Mm -hmm. you take photos, you design, you do video, you do podcasting. Um, has, has that been something that you've done intentionally or do you struggle with the whole slashy thing? Where do you, where do you fit? I've never, I've never heard that phrase before. That's quite a cool way of putting it. Uh, oh, really? I've always said, I'm like, yeah, I've, I always say, like my friends say I'm a bit of a sprayer, I guess, like because uh, I ride bikes, that's kind of the way I do things. But I've never, I've never really been about details. So I, I'm more just about getting stuff done. So I've always been pretty good at most things, but not a master of any of it. So yeah, that's kind of just mm. been the nature of me, I think. I think but, I mean, like, I mean when you say to... you're not a master, you've got like your photos are absolutely exceptional and your video oh, skills you. like, <laughs> I mean, you've got like a high level. If you don't think you're good at them, if you don't think you're like a master at that, you're, <laughs> you're fucking proficient at a shitload. That's really annoying to be honest. <laughs> absolutely annoying. <laughs> I think, I think I've always kind of taken the approach of if I'm not, if I'm not going into it, whether it's a job or a, or a video for myself, if I'm not going into it, shitting myself a little bit, I feel like I'm not pushing myself. So I've always, I've always put the idea or the story in the forefront. I've always wanted that to be the thing that people watch rather than the technique or the camera or the pro it's about like, what are you watching? Are you enjoying it? What are you taking away? So maybe I just don't think about that stuff as much um, mm. as other people would. And th- that's why I maybe just don't value it or value my own ability. But I always just see everything that I've done wrong. When I watch stuff, I'm like, wow, you yeah. just cocked that up and that up and <laughs> things like that. So I feel like you've got some... Um, you, yeah, go, TJ. No, I was just going to say, I, surely you've been able to tame that voice because you have been creating content for a bunch of time. Or, or do you, are you sort of thinking, you you it doesn't go, but you manage to ignore. Yeah, yeah. I think you get a bit more comfortable with it, don't you? You like, you kind of use it as like your driver. It sort of feeds the. For me, it feeds the creativity. It's a bit that makes me want to try something new or or push to shoot something a little bit differently. But yeah, I've been doing. I was I was a designer for so long, so I've been like graphic design for like flipping 15, 16 years and photo and video is just stuff I did in the, in the background and alongside it. And it, it came from needing photos for designs and not being able to access them. And then just say, well, if I just take the photo myself, like I could just use that. So that's what started getting me to push it in a more professional way. When I think of you, Dill, I think about keyless cars. Uh, cause I remember, a, I remember a story that involved some keys. Can you, can you, um, cause we, we love a good client fuck up story or just when anything goes bad. Um, can you, yeah. can you, can you remind me of what, what happened with, with the cars, the keys? Oh man. Well, we were shooting some stuff for the electric board in Ireland 
and they would get they gave us a really really cool e-golf and they're like there you go e-golf crack on do what you need make a video a vlog style video over like a week about you driving the car so i was like oh do you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna tie this in with a shoot that i'm doing for another client and i'll take i'll drive the e-golf with me so i had my buddy mark with me and we went up and i i didn't realize like how bad i am as a driver when it comes to like using fuel efficiently because the e-golf was fully electric and like no the north of ireland is not equipped for electric cars the way you really need it to be at the minute so we were like i definitely needed like two more charge stations and i didn't have them so we drove out to the middle of the like the sticks the middle of the country so there's nothing about to do this other shoot rocked up and we had 12 percent of the battery left on this golf because i had just been like sending it up the road so did you I consider to, like, this at the time the... were you thinking to yourself like i mean it's just... uh, <laughs> there was a point there was a point where i was like i'm gonna have to charge this at the other client job i'm gonna have to ask if i can do this and i was looking at the uh, mark and i was like dude I, we're 40 percent battery here i feel like we're gonna be pushing a car back and they were like oh no it'll be fine it'll be fine got it over to this place and I pitched up at this other client job that I was doing, like an outdoor activity center. And the, we pitched up and they were like, oh, hi, Dylan, nice to meet you. I was like, yeah, you too. Quick question. Can I plug my car into your wall to charge it? <laughs> and I was like, this is the worst start to a job ever. And they were like, yeah, why? And then I had to give them the whole story. So then I, there I am with this like extension lead, plugging it in, like removing their fan blowing from their office and plugging my car into it. And it was like a trickle trickle charger thing so it takes like an eternity to get any power into this and i was watching it go up like at a fraction of a second so i had to plug it in there and i thought well, that'll be grand left that charging we spent about three hours there filming i thought that'll be enough to get us back so when we finished up i chucked everything into this box gave it to mark said you know stick that in the car but i put everything that was on my person into this box including the keys <laughs> and i gave it to mark and he walked off and he put the thing in the car and closed the boot, turned to walk to me and then the car went locked. And he thought, ah, oh, Dill's locked the car. Brilliant. And I looked at him and went, did you lock that car? And he's like, no, I haven't got the keys. And then I was like, dude, the keys are in the oh, car. No. And he was like, you're joking <laughs> oh, me. It's two of us are looking in the boot of this car and the keys are there, but the car is still charging. So we can't get into it. The keys are sitting there. It's a brand new, like thirty thousand pound golf or something, and it's just in the middle of nowhere, plugged into a like a porter cabin building, like just trickling out there. Extension cord. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <That's great. laughs> like the thing you charge a lawnmower with. That kind of <laughs> idea. And I was like, oh my god, this is the worst. It was, it was the most embarrassing situation because in in Northern Ireland you've got like. You know, like you, you guys have got bogans, like they've got like yeah. real country yeah. bumpkins out here. And these are like proper tractor driving, like, and they're going, oh, we'll break into it. We'll, we'll, they're telling me how they can remove the window and how they can <laughs> jimmy the door open. And I was like, this is a 30 grand golf. Just no one touch it. No one go near it. It was, it was so stressful. So it was, um, yeah. And it just, it just got worse and worse. We ended up having to convince a bus driver to let us get a bus like a two-hour bus journey back and of course we had no money apart from our our apple pay on our phones because the wallets and everything were in the car so we had to bus it all the way back to belfast bus driver didn't trust us we had to go in and pay for the ticket on apple pay inside because they don't take cards on buses it was a palaver and then i had to get back and phone the guys in dublin and say to them can you i've be honest here guys i fucked it <laughs> could, you, uh, could you help so they had to send one of their guys to drive the two and a half hour drive from dublin to belfast at like 11 o'clock at night to deliver me the spare key he just he just knocked on oh. my door it was pissing with rain i opened it it was like a horror film just this man standing in a coat with a key i believe this is for you thanks thanks and then he just turned around and drove two and a half hours home just thinking mm. twat oh <laughs> so, and, yeah and was, was uh, that was um a, a brand deal i assume that they didn't send the money if you were owed any <laughs> <laughs> do you know what oddly they they actually were like yeah that golf 
I, I blamed it on the golf. Yeah, I, I, it shouldn't have locked, in my opinion, because the keys were in the car. So I didn't understand why it locked. And then they actually gave me another car to drive around. And they did pay eventually. Wow. I don't know how. I must have wormed my way around it and been like, oh, can you believe that golf? Ugh, should never have done that. Oh. Um, but they, I mean, were, the they were okay the car, The smart of the car, the riskier it is. Like, I, I mean, I haven't... Our car, my, my car at the moment will be quite hard, but I had a Beamer um, and... I had one key. I bought this fucking thing with one key. What an idiot. And I I did the same thing. I locked... I Because I got in the habit of taking the key out, pressing the button as I opened the door. And for some reason, I'd left the key in there and I closed it behind me and it locked. I was like, oh my fucking God. I've locked the only key in this BMW. It's costing me fucking 700 bucks a month. This is outrageous anyway. And I and I've bloody financed this thing. I'm I'm twenty, <laughs> thinking I'm a sick dog, and it had red luckily, leather seats. Didn't there's it? a, it had red oh, leather, tasty. red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> yeah. it had a TV in their deal. You want to date me yet or what? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, DVD player. Oh, well, yeah, I think I think I'd turn around immediately. <laughs> is, there a, is there a camera uh, hidden um, up to that TV? That's the question. <laughs> yeah well reverse camera but um yeah uh no so what i did was there's something called the racv roadside assist in australia where you can call and they come help poor bastards that have you know gone flat batteries or run out of petrol or you know all that shit and yeah this was Helping a miracle i yeah. i got yeah. a guy <laughs> who came out and he said what's up and i said lock me key in the car don't have a spare and he goes no worries. Literally last weekend, I did a course on how to get into these things. Like, it was basically like a locksmith, you know, like a locksmith for cars. He goes, yep, yeah, no worries. Goes around to the boot, undoes my number plate, and shorts with, like, electricity current, shorts the back, and it goes, pops the boot, and I climb through and got the key. Like... And it was free because you pay the 80 bucks a month to get this service. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It was... Like, if you got anyone else, they'd be like, yeah, get someone to come. Mm-hmm. Get someone to come. It's important. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Throw a brick through yeah. the window or something. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, you do, like, a bunch of client work. How's client work sort of being impacted by all this COVID-19 stuff? Um, it's been, like, huge impact really early on. Um, like 80% of the stuff that I was shooting has been postponed. Nothing's been cancelled, but it's just been pushed a few, like, well, whenever it's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think because mm-hmm. of my commercial background, I worked in e-commerce, like as a designer and photographer. So I was able to pivot a little bit of what I was doing and maybe just offer alternative services um, for how we did stuff and or what we were doing. So I was kind of okay with it. But to be honest, when it all happened, I just looked at my wife and said to her, do you know what? Let's just let's just treat this like a holiday. So I was just like, let's expect nothing to come from it and just try to enjoy the time. Uh, but today was the first day I was actually doing a shoot. So I went out and did a, which I don't normally do property stuff, but I just had some people need some property videos filmed and photographed. So that was the first day. But it was this very weird, like, everyone purposefully standing two or three meters away from each other, you know, like going like this through doorways. Can you stand in that room so I can walk into this room? It was very uncomfortable, very uncomfortable. Was it hard going from, you know, the holiday vibe to going back into work? Very, very difficult. Um, I was actually just chatting with my mate Ryan, who I do the podcast with, and I was like, dude, I was about half an hour into filming this, and I was just like, I can't be bothered. (laughs) <laughs> I cannot be bothered with this. This is just like, uh, I just want to go. I'm wearing jeans and a belt today, and I'm just, I'm not feeling this. I just want to go home, put on my, my sweatpants, and just lie down somewhere and vegetate. It's It's been very tricky. To, I think it's going to get harder to go back to stuff as well. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, how long you, you've been in veggie well, veggie pants? Veggie, um, veggie <laughs> pants? Veggie pants. No, I was, I was listening to the word vegetate. You said to vegetate, and I thought, yeah, I haven't heard yeah. that word um, used to just like vegetate, to just, just veg. Keep back. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, just to, to lie back out. and do yeah, absolutely veg- nothing. Yeah. So I we've said, been vegging I mean, out now for comments, Well, our, our... Go, go ahead. I, sorry. Yeah, Dill, I was just going to say, someone in the comments has just said um, 
They, like, they love your accent. They can't tell if it's Australian or Irish. Um, you know, oh. it's, a, it's a bit of a blend. You said it, you're from it's, South it's Africa. Uh, yeah, I'm from Cape Town. Um, well, I say Cape Town because I'm actually from Johannesburg, but Cape Town sounds cooler. So I just say Cape Town. Joburg's <laughs> 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 a bit of a shithole, so I'm just like, yeah, I'm from Cape Town. But I live in, in Northern Ireland, and I've lived here for like 20, almost 20 years. So I've got this really messed up like accent that I people always say, are you Canadian or Australian first? And I'm like, neither, neither, South African. Yeah, yeah. But I've been here, I've been here a year longer. So I'm kind of like a in no man's land because no one will have me. I'm neither South African or Irish. Was it last year that you had your big Californian trip? Yeah, God, yeah. In 2019, what a year. What a great year. You know, you're allowed <laughs> to leave your house. You're allowed to see friends. You could travel. Whereas, like, yeah, I did, went, to tra- went to California for three weeks. Did uh, did Toronto as well at the very beginning of the year for, like, a week and then three weeks in, in California. It was freaking amazing, man. So good. First time to uh, the southern part of California. I'd been to, like, the north of it, but that was the first time there. It was brilliant. Have you got uh, two kids or... Or one kid. Two kids, yeah. Two kids. Two kids. And so what uh, was the... Six-year-old and an eight-year-old. And so what was the experience like um, traveling with the, the whole fam? Tough. It was tough. <laughs> I do a lot of traveling by myself. And I spent like years traveling with, with work, always by myself. And you know when like you think something's stressful, then you yeah. take a kid with you mm-hmm. and your wife and you're like, you have to worry about everybody. You're like... Oh, that bit in the airport where you sit for three hours is fine when you're by yourself because you could just close your eyes and lie there. But when but when you've got kids going, can I have, can I have, can I? And your wife's like, will you please just take them anywhere but here? <laughs> so that was, oh, that was hell of a difficult, like, um, but, but at the same time, you know yourselves, it takes something that is kind of mundane and they just bring it to a whole different light, just simple stuff. You know, we, we were able to enjoy like Disneyland with them so much because you use them as an excuse to do it all. You know, I would normally yeah. get on this like, you know, this elephant ride, but I'm doing it for my kid. And really, you're like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like you're so really generous with good. how much how much you share of your family. Um, what do you what does your wife think of what you do? Um, she loves it. She, there's a lot of outtakes with you where you hear her going, don't film me, don't film me. There's a lot of, she doesn't like, she hates me filming her, but like, I have to try to get her involved. Um, I used to have the kids in it a lot and they were a big feature of my Instagram stories really early on, but then just had a couple of weird moments with some odd people. So I started trying to remove them from as much as I could, but to be honest, Is it on like, like YouTube they, they, or what's the, like, where was the weirdness? Oh, Insta- Instagram, just like yeah. odd, just odd. Th- you know, when like people meet you and you know, like, they'll meet me in, in the street and I have no idea who they are. And they'll be like, how's Noah? Did he get yeah, that so. thing from school? And I was like, holy shit, I am yeah. maybe oversharing here. And then I had a guy <laughs> stop me actually outside the school once. And he was like, oh, your kids go here then, do they? And I was like, holy shit, oh, no. get away from me. you." <laughs> so that's the, that's the bit. They- they're also at that age now where they're aware of it. So I kind of gave them the choice. And I was like, look, if you want to be in the videos, you can, if you don't want to be, you don't have to be. Um, so they can't, but they, they can't give me a definitive answer for God's sake, six year old and eight year old, <laughs> give me an answer. And they're like, oh, not today. I'm like, yesterday you were game. And today you're not involved. So it's, yeah, been, it's yeah. been a bit tricky. Mixed but, messages. Um, I don't know. It's, yeah, yeah, they need to. They need a manager. Those two, ridiculous. <laughs> Do you think you'll be able to keep up the um, the daily content outside ISO? Uh, ISO? Have you thought about? Have you thought about that? Um, I don't know if we'll do it. I don't know if we'll do it daily because I do daily Instagram stories, and I've done them like since Instagram, almost pretty much since Instagram released stories. Yeah, and I've done them, and they're all filmed and edited, and then I do a weekly YouTube video. On top and then all my client work so i think what ryan and i want to do with the uh the over and out show is to bring it to like two days two days a week maybe and produce it more because we 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 love the idea of the podcast but we what we wanted it to become is more of a, like a, a show 
I'm a big fan of Good Mythical Morning. I don't know if you guys watch that. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're yeah and I've just always loved, yeah, I've just always loved how they've made that show. And I've always wanted to like, take a lot of inspiration from that. So I think we're going to maybe dump, like, take down the days, but produce the thing a bit better. Yeah, great. Um, the I could imagine. Col- yeah, I could imagine it. You got that vibe. You got that vibe. Um, who are so, you yeah. out of Rhett and Link? Which one are you? <laughs> like, if you, you know, looking at, looking at the, the combo. I'm probably more Rhett, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think so. yeah, I, I would know, said... Yeah. <laughs> It's a it's a, it's a tricky one because there's, there's elements of there's elements of each of them, and like Ryan and I, like you know yourselves, the three of you guys, how you all bounce off each other. There's like like I watch it back sometimes. The first couple I watch back, and I said to my wife, "Oh my god, I fidget continually. Like why am I moving so much?" Ryan just sits there like a living corpse the whole time, <laughs> like hardly ever moves, and I'm just like playing with stuff and scratching my eye, and I've like walked out of the shots, and I'm just like I can't sit still. So that bit was really weird. The first five or six episodes, watching it back, going like, "Wow, that's." Uh... And because the way we produce it, a lot of what we wanted early on was we wanted to produce it to a high standard, and we wanted it to feel like we're in the same room. So we wanted the interactivity to be really good, so that it, it felt natural visually as well as you know through, through the audio. And I think that's we've achieved that, and we had to interact through the screen and pass stuff, and it makes it just makes it funnier and more entertaining to do. I think for us. It definitely ups the production value of it. It's it's really enjoyable yeah. to watch. Um, yeah, have I'm you? Uh, uh, what have you learned about collaboration? Um, so you had uh, the podcast with Mark. Now you're doing the stuff with uh, Ryan. What's the? Um, yeah, what's your relationship with collaboration? Um, yeah, well, Mark and I had a real good one with that with our podcast at the MD show, but it was. It was just too difficult to get our schedules aligned. Whereas, um, just because we, we work in such different areas, but Ryan and I do very similar work and our time frame, we own a lot of our own time. So we that's why we were able to make this work. And it just it just comes from a different place, the, the mm. you know, the conversation. But I've learned I don't know, I've learned that like like we we also Ryan and I share the the workload of producing our podcast together, which is quite cool. Where in the other one with Mark, I did like pretty much all the production. So it's been quite nice being able to rely on someone. And it's been great for those days where you just can't be bothered. You know, when you just get up and you think, yeah. I quit. I'm not, I'm done with this. No one gives a shit. I don't give a shit. My wife doesn't even listen to it. I quit. And then he's, he's messaging me going, podcast. And I'm like, fuck, do I have to? It's like a, it's like a parent dragging you to school. So that's been quite nice. And I think that works both ways. Um, so that's, I think that's been one of the nicest takeaways from it. That's awesome. I mean, I feel like that is the thing, like what you just explained there is a version that we've experienced over seven, at least a bunch of times within 700 episodes. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I'm constantly trying to work out why you, why you as in us or anyone lands on something and continues to do it. And there's a bunch of stuff, right? There's, yeah. It's it sort of fits your values. It works timing wise, all these things. But I feel like there's a bit there that's like the unexplainable. I don't know if you feel that yeah. too, as to why you've landed on <laughs> yeah. nearly 50 episodes with you, mate. It's like, yeah. It, don't you think it's a bit weird? I know. It's like, yeah. It's it's also it's more weird because Ryan lives in London, and I only I know him <laughs> from Instagram. So like it's even weirder <laughs> yes. there because it's just two it's just two men in their late thirties with nothing better to do than talk to each other on the phone and record it for the whole world to hear, yeah, yeah. and it's like uh, it's just weird. Like we we became friends through Instagram, and then he got me on a job like uh, doing like social media content. So then I just rocked up and we met each other, and it was kind of like if you're on Tinder or something. It was like we'd been on a dating app, we'd done all the small talk, you know. We walked in, and I was like, all right, what's happening? Let's crack on with this relationship. Oh, we've already learned everything for a year of chat. And then like, I'll like go over to London just to see him, just to hang out, stay with him and his wife. And we've just all become friends through that. So uh, it's it's odd because I talk to him every day, even if we weren't doing a podcast. I'll just like, while we're working, we'll have headphones on, just complaining about the world and like, you know, mm-hmm. asking advice and stuff. And then the other day I said to him, I came down all pumped and you guys are probably like this as well. 
when you talk to each other, someone said to me years ago, it takes two people to make a shit idea go into production. <laughs> and like that literally sums up what Ryan and I the daily do. talk show. Uh, like I can <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that is three of you. And it's like ah, yeah. uh, like I came down saying we're gonna do merch, and my wife's going, not some, not another thing. Why do you why? She's like to who the twelve people that listen every day. I'm like yeah, those twelve people want a t-shirt. <laughs> so it's like, and she, she doesn't she doesn't get it. She's like why are you why? And I was like well. I don't know. I just said to her, I'm a dreamer. And I think if you, if you don't allow yourself to dream, you're never going to know if it's going to succeed. We might bomb after a hundred episodes. It might become something. It might turn into something else, but like, you never know. I mean, you guys never started yours thinking it was going to become such a prolific thing. And now look at it. Yeah, that's <laughs> a nice pump up thing no, to no. say. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Th 3.30. That's really, um, that's a good pump up. That made me feel good. No, but <laughs> yeah. to be honest, that's like what you're saying about, Josh and I used to speak on the phone so much, mm -hmm. and now was, we couldn't think of anything exactly worse, could we? We do a show together, but we just channel it in. It, yeah, it's um, it's got to start in it's some. It's organic, right? That, like you've got to actually you yeah. got to have a gen yeah. a genuine interest in, uh, in the person, which then you know, yeah. I think like, yeah, podcasting is this weird format i'm really interested in seeing what happens over the next 10 years with yeah. especially i guess more and more uh sort of friendships like what you're describing with ryan where it's just like oh you know what like i don't have to be limited to a geographical you know uh, limitation I, I can actually uh make friends with some like my perfect friend anywhere you know in the world it's really cool yeah i know it is and it's and like i loved your podcast when i started because i bought into the it took a few episodes to get used to the characters um and i think at first you know those first few episodes people invested and it's like it's like it needs a disclaimer going just give us five episodes till you understand <laughs> us because i don't know i messaged you guys pretty early on and i was like you remind me of ricky Gervais and carl pelkinson sometimes <laughs> And I think it's just like, and now it's now Josh is all like so, dryness. It's just, yeah, weird, yeah, like head like a fucking orange. Uh, but it's like, it's like, is that a quote? I hope that's a quote, like, not just you. Oh, that's you a quote. Oh, yeah, it's, not, a quote. it's not a fact. That's okay. But it's it. like, uh, I just like, it was like the dryness with the energy. And I think that's, and like I joked early on, even with the one with Mark, like we kept like doing stuff and needing to reference it. And we were like, fuck, we need a 97 on here. So we've got no one to help us reference and keep us on track. And like Ryan and I get shit wrong. So many facts incorrect. And we'll just like, then like yeah. the next day, it's like here, just to correct you on everything we got wrong. And I'm like, God, you can see how like Mason being on there just helps with a lot of that stuff. Well, yeah, and now Mason, you're like a part of it. I get it. The yeah, yeah, that was a yeah. that was a big thing was closing the loop. Like back in the day when we didn't have uh, Mr. 97, yeah, it was very much like, oh, fuck, you know that thing I said? And a lot of the times it will be our partners who, who um, will do the correcting mm. based on, hey, that story, that you completely yeah. butchered that story. But um, I mean, that, that, that's, that's what podcasting is all about, you know? Yeah, it's just elaboration isn't it most of it's a lie like, <laughs> yeah exactly I, i'll tell stuff about like my childhood and my dad's like that never happened and i'm like yeah but that's how i remember it and that's how i'm going to share with the world <laughs> otherwise it's really really boring and it's like it's um it's funny but like your whole podcast has been incredible to like to watch and listen and i don't listen every day because i do believe like daily stuff is so hard to keep up but doing it every day means you can tap in and out and pick up on bits and be and then sometimes i'll be like what the hell are they talking about <laughs> and i'll have to try and like go back a few episodes and work it out but like it's it's been cool like even just getting to, to, to chat the three of you and get to know you is a bit over over instagram and then lost 3d dill like <laughs> the weird just just because we've got a name that's like sort of similar yeah. it's like like i've become like mates with him on instagram and like i was going up to toronto until this whole COVID thing happened and I'd message him being like, yo, well, well, let's hang out. And like, I'd like video chat with him. And my wife's like, who is this guy? I'm like, he is a guy that <laughs> was on a show with these guys that all live in other parts yeah. of the world. And none of us know each other, but we just video chat and send me it's, it's madness. It's uh, social media. Yeah. It's insane for that. It's stuff. so cool. Deal, mate. It Thanks so cool. much for, yeah. um, 
No for problem. Jumping on. You, you, you're the king of internet friends, I think. I love it. Yeah, yeah. The in, so, social butterfly of the internet. How about that? <laughs> Put it in your bio. No, but you thanks, to... thank you, uh, thanks so much for uh, for having me on, dudes. It's been like appreciated. Like it, it means a lot. So, oh, it's so cool. Awesome. Thanks so much, thanks, Jill. Mate. Have a good one, mate. <laughs>